0: Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Two men. 15 minutes. Eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. His glory I will see. I will empty. Welcome to Text Talk, a series of episodes. We are looking at Acts chapter 24, where the Apostle Paul finds himself in yet another trial, this time before the Roman official Felix. Edwin, what is our text for today?
1: Well, we don't do this very often, but rather than reading straight through a lengthy passage, I'm going to pick out a couple of verses from the readings we've done over the last two days. I'm going to read verse 5, and then we're going to contrast verse 5 with verses 14 and 15. So verse 5 is Tertullus, verses 14 and 15 is Paul's defense. Verse 5, For we have found this man a plague, one who stirs up riots among all the Jews throughout the world, and is a ringleader of the sect. Of the Nazarenes. Verse 14 and 15. But this I confess to you, that according to the way, which they call a sect, I worship the God of our fathers, believing everything laid down by the law and written in the prophets, having a hope in God, which these men themselves accept, and there will be a resurrection of both the just and the
0: unjust. So, what I love about this is the Apostle Paul clarifying who I am, and what I'm about. There are some denials, certainly in Paul's speech, about, no, I didn't stir up a crowd. No, I didn't violate any laws around the temple grounds. But this business of, I am a ringleader of a sect of the Nazarenes, we're going to have to address that. I'm going to talk to you about who I am. And I think the first thing he makes very clear here is, I am not. Uh, the ringleader of a sect of Nazarenes. Now, a couple of things is interesting about this, that the Christians seem to do at this point in the history have a label Nazarenes. Where would that come from? Jesus of Nazareth. Uh, but there is a misunderstanding here, or perhaps even a pejorative, that this is a kind of Judaism, a sect of Judaism the Nazarenes.
1: Well let's back up just a minute why would they call it the Nazarenes yes because he's from Nazareth but do you remember what is said about Nazareth can anything good come out of Nazareth why would they call it this because that in and of itself is a pejorative term to put down and point out look they're just a bunch of Nazarenes we know nothing good can come out of Nazareth. So, so yeah. I think that's important to recognize that part of this is a put down. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the the issue about the sect, I think, is absolutely right. So I didn't want to take away from no. That. I, no I, I get what ahead. you. I Wait, get what you're saying there. That, that explanation
0: uh, Nazarenes is not going to carry the same weight as sect of Sadducees or sect of Pharisees. That's exactly right. Right. So
1: they're a sect, but they're a really pitiful, backwards, backwoods sect.
0: Yeah, the backwoods. The backwoods. And Paul is clarifying, no, it is not a sect at all. I am preaching according to the way. And I think that's so important to understand that even as some people popularly today teach Christianity, as it is this sort of uh, uniquely Jewish movement that uh, sort of got co-opted by a couple of outspoken fellas and paul and and uh, remade into this Roman concept. But from the first, Paul was preaching a unique message, a unique message of Christ, the way. And so this word captures the doctrine. This word captures the movement as something new and unique from Judaism, and particularly Judaism in its first century quagmire of all the different warring sects.
1: So, so help me understand this. I'm, I'm wanting to make sure I'm, I'm with you on this one. So the
0: so, so explain to me what a sect is. Okay, so um, that's a great question. Maybe I should back up and start with that. Um, we've got a, uh, a group, all right? So a, um, a portion, I, I guess, under the umbrella of Judaism, you would have these different groups of people who have uh, contrary doctrinal positions. And they would all say, well, I'm a Jew, this is a kind of Judaism, this is a way of Judaism, though it would contradict someone else who also claims to be a Jew and their perspective on Judaism. You know, we saw this very recently in our conversation of the 23rd chapter. It was pointed out that here are these two sects of Judaism, the Pharisees and the Sadducees. They both are going to say that we're Jews, we practice Judaism, but it said the Sadducees do not believe in angels. Do not believe in uh, the resurrection. Whereas the Pharisees, they affirm all of that, you know, according to the scriptures. So you, you've got this idea now, what Tertullus is saying is that, well, there's another group of Jews and they've got some, you know, they got some ideas about this um, man Jesus from Nazareth. And uh, it's, it's uh, again, a pejorative and a way of mischaracterizing Uh, the lordship of christ and the message of christ i was just trying
1: to look up here because when as i'm hearing what you're saying and i think about the word sect you said portion it actually made me think of the word section okay which sounds like those two words kind of go together i was trying to look up on Edom online if i could see a connection i think there probably is one but it wasn't just brought out distinctly i don't have the oed here the oxford english dictionary where we could get really definitive on that but so, so the idea of a sect is a section of some other greater whole. A section of a whole. I so, think that's so, probably right. So the Pharisees were a section of the greater whole of Judaism, and the, the Sadducees were a section of the greater whole the Essenes, the Zealots were sections. And so when they call them the sect of the Nazarenes, they are pejoratively putting them down about the Nazareth thing, but claiming they're just a section of our religion. So we should get to judge them according to our law.
0: That is the, that is the argument. Maybe something else that should be said is um, that there's not always, um, how do I want to say this correctly? Um, that if you're a part of a sect um, you, you stand opposed then to other sects. Um, you know, you look at Christendom today and the concept of den- denominationalism, and where we are in our society is ah, Methodist, Baptist, Lutheran. Some people even would extend that to Catholic. What's the big deal? We're all Christians anyway. You know, we're all sort of religiously kissing cousins, and, and there's not really hard lines drawn so much anymore. Uh, in the spirit of denominationalism. But if you are sectarian, which I think you would certainly see that with the Pharisees and the Sadducees, you're saying, okay, you're in a group of Judaism, but you're in the wrong group of Judaism. Mm. I'm in the right group of Judaism. I'd like you to come over here. There's not a lot of peace among sects. Okay, all right. So we've
1: got Paul pushing back against the idea of a sect. So, So at the first level, if I'm understanding you right, what we have is Paul is saying Christianity, Christ's kingdom, discipleship is not just another section of Judaism. It is something entirely different. It's pushing back. I I believe he's absolutely saying that. Yeah. Even though many of the Jews saw it that way, it's clear that many of the Romans saw it that way. When Claudius kicks the Jews out Of Rome, We look back at some historical record. He -hmm. kicks the Jews out of Rome because of some stuff about this man named Crestus, Mm -hmm. which means it's actually the Christians he's upset out, but he does not recognize the difference between the Jews and the Christians. So, So even the Romans saw it that way. But Paul is pointing out, they called it a sect. I'm not a part of a sect of Judaism it goes along with my christianity yeah. goes
0: no that's exactly right and it goes along with the way we see uh, all of this missionary activity of the apostle paul that he preaches to the jew first and then to the greek Of course, the first Christians were Jews. as the fulfillment of their prophecies and their Messiah. But it expands beyond that and was always intended to, that this seed of Abraham is to bless all the nations, the whole world. So in the course of preaching the gospel to the Jew first and also the Greek, you see the Christians come out of Judaism first. But I guess that's what I'm saying. They are coming out of Judaism uh, to this way.
1: So on the one side we've got, I'm not a sect of the Jews, but neither am I creating another body that is to be divided into sects. This is the way. We, mm-hmm. we are walking the way. So when I hear that, I think of two things. I think of the fact that Jesus himself says, I am the way. Yes. So I, I, I believe that term, the way probably came from that. Jesus is the way. Mm-hmm. He is the truth. He is the life. He is the way. Mm-hmm. And so we are walking according to the way. But I couple that with in the Sermon on the Mount, when he talks about there is a broad way that mm-hmm. leads to destruction, but a narrow way that leads to life. I think Paul is bringing that to mind. You've got Jesus, the narrow way. His way is narrow. His mm-hmm. way is difficult. Mm-hmm. It even says mm-hmm. straight and narrow, yeah. broad and easy is the way that goes to destruction. Yeah. He says we're, we're on the way. And so the way would would in my mind seem to suggest that we're not creating something or should be a part of something that is a bunch of different ways. Correct. I, I I've often heard people say we're all going to the same place, but we're
0: taking different ways to get, to get there. there. Have you ever heard that? You know, I have. That doesn't sound like what Paul's saying here. Are you? Are you? It, no, I, it is not what Paul's saying here. It is it is a a foreign approach to this Christianity that we read about in the New Testament. That there is the way, there is the gospel, there is the faith. Uh, and there are not many ways.
1: So I'm seeing this on two sides. You've got the one side that says this Christianity, discipleship to Jesus Christ, is not a section of Judaism. But neither is it something that is to be divided into sections, <clears throat> nor is it just a section of approved religion. It's not a way. Mm-hmm. It's the Way. That sounds very exclusive, which is not very popular today, Andrew. Help me understand this.
0: Yeah, so really it picks up what we're seeing the way the Apostle Paul was treated, that if you preach this truth and this message, there may be some false accusations uh, hurled against you as opposed to considering the content of the message and is this truth, is this so? And when you think about the Lord and his body, uh, which is his church, there's one body. Um, going back to these times of the Apostle Paul in Ephesians chapter 2, he talks about how in the one body, the church, he brings together the Jew and the Gentile for something that is new in this church, this new body of believers in Jesus. Jesus prayed for his followers in John 17 that they would all be one, just as he was in the Father and the Father in him. So it is a a one body, a united body, one church, this united people of Christ. And so, no, what we do not see, excuse me, what we do not see in the New Testament is this teaching and idea, well, you should take my body and chop it up into warring sex or even kissing cousin denominations and you all hold different convictions and teachings opposed to one another. Uh, It is by the love and by the unity that it testifies to the world that that God sent Jesus, and that's lost if the church becomes warring factions. So, so I have to make this
1: practical in my life. Are you telling me I need to remove the coexist bumper sticker from my car?
0: <laughs> well, I don't have one on mine. <laughs> Yeah, neither do I.
1: I you know, that, that particular I think John 14 sticker. verse 6 goes against uh, I am the, the coexist way. bumper sticker. Well, uh, you know, as far as coexist, I think, of course, Jesus says that's exactly what does happen. We do exist in this world with folks who disagree with us. We're yes. not trying to stamp out or push out of existence anyone who disagrees with us. But, but I don't think the definition of the word is what that bumper sticker is really trying to get at. I think that bumper sticker is trying to say, it's all equally valid, so let's leave each other alone. We're not trying to stamp out people who disagree with us by attacking or pushing them out of existence, but I think we are supposed to be stamping out the other ways by teaching the gospel, by drawing folks into the gospel so that they abandon other ways, which are not ways at all.
0: So, and and I would say also that there's a challenge here, I think, to um, to us and to our listeners, just as thinkers, to give different religions the respect of taking them on their terms. Uh, It's real easy to throw it all in a box and say, hey, you know, religion's religion. And basically, you know, if we all just treat people nice and keep our hands and feet and all other objects to ourselves, they all say basically the same thing. So what does it matter? Well, no, they don't. Islam is a different religion. Christianity is a different religion. I mean, you could go through the whole coexist bumper sticker. They each have their unique uh, truth claims their unique stories. Take them for what they say and understand, no, they can't all be true. There is the way. There is the truth. Uh, I believe it's Christianity, and I have reasons for that. But I just want to challenge us. Don't be a lazy thinker. And cast really a dispersion on all religion by saying, yeah, it's all basically the same. No, it's not. That's just equally offensive to everybody that has religious faith. Yeah, Absolutely. Well,
1: (laughs) now that we're getting into the really interesting stuff, it's time for us to wrap up. We're thankful that you're listening. And if you have any questions about anything we've said or anything you want to add into it or anything you want to share about what you're reading, please Send us a message at text talk at org. That's Text Talk at dot org. And now that this rain has started pouring down our on our non-soundproof studio, I want you to go ahead and lead us in prayer,
0: but you know, talk louder than the rain. Our God and Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for the rain to nourish our land. We thank you, Father, for your word. And we pray, Father, that we might be mindful that in your word, in your truth, and your communication to us. Is the message of Jesus Christ the way, the truth, and the life? Father, give us the courage to seek your way, to walk your way, to be with you in heaven by the grace of Christ. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us
1: today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians Who Meet on Livingston Avenue this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at ChristiansMeetHere.org.